5: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all.
7: Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow.
5: iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
8: We're special guests in the building. Uh, we got a guy that I really, really, really couldn't wait to speak to. Is one of the most uh, polarizing figures uh, in our culture. Uh, we got Dr. Umar Johnson in the building. How's it going, my brother? Peace and
7: love, black man. Thanks for having me on the show, on the podcast. Yes, sir. Peace and love to the entire black Tennessee and especially to black Nashville. Glad to be back.
8: That's a fact. I appreciate that. Now, um, tell me, you know, first, of course, we want to chop it up about a lot of different things. I want to ask you first, what, what brings you to Nashville?
7: This is my second visit to Nashville. First visit was 2014 or 15, Fisk University University jam-packed, sold-out Fisk University gymnasium was just overwhelming. I did not know that I had that type of love in nashville or the state of tennessee so this is my first visit since then right only my second and i'm here to celebrate the fourth annual soul day nashville soul day which will be at east park uh tomorrow 12 to 5 and i'll be speaking food fun family you know how the outdoor events go and i love the outdoor Mm -hmm. events because you can get some of that sun get some of that energy you know you don't have to be all pent up in the inside but Thanks to the host of the uh soul day they brought me on down so i'm glad to be back
8: facts 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 and we welcome you like i said it's a lot of love in nashville for you um like from the from the youtube views to people just knowing who you are just respecting what you stand on or on the contrary but either way it's a lot of people that knows who Umar johnson is and, and i welcome you anything you need again while you here I'm I'm of assistance so if you guys thank you, need brother. anything thank you like reach out to me and that's a fact I'll help in any way I can um and and so what's on the agenda for you what 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 what's on your mind you know I want to ask you that well right
7: now probably the biggest project I'm working on is the Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy We purchased two buildings in Wilmington, Delaware this past February. As you know, we have been raising money for four years, almost five years. So we were blessed. The Most High blessed us. We were lucky enough to not only get one building, but two of them in Wilmington, Delaware in the black side of the city. So right now, we're just trying to raise a million dollars to restore those buildings. We actually have a campus, two schools, and then plus two other buildings. So if we can raise a million, we can do the whole campus. If we can get half a million we can do two of the four buildings right. and if we can only get a quarter million we can refurbish at least the small school building which will allow us to get started until we raise enough money to take care of that big building
8: so w- what takes priority let's say if you do get the quarter million, do you mm-hmm. know where you want to start The small the building
7: okay. and I've re- renamed that the Honorable Marcus Garvey building okay. and the large school building which is the Mecca that like once we get that one up and done Good. that'll be the one-stop shop for the whole community yes sir. and we're calling that the Honorable Frederick Douglass. Douglas building. So my thinking is my logic, get the Garvey building done. Uh-huh. You can get started with your second, third, fourth grade academy. That gives you a couple years to show and prove to the community that you're not playing. Right. Then you get the money for the Frederick Douglass building, and now you got your whole K to twelve.
8: So so when you were coming up with the school, so it was a very, very long journey. There was a lot of things happening. You also spoke about the Mary and was it, was it the, the woman's side? Kind of the woman's school. Oh,
7: the Anna Douglas Amy yeah, Garvey yeah, Academy. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yes, A-D-A-G. Yes, 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 yes. The beauty of the Wilmington campus, because we have two schools, mm-hmm. we may be able to introduce the female academy sooner than originally planned, mm-hmm. because I only thought we would get one building. Yes. We sir. have two buildings. Yes, sir. So I believe that we'll probably be bringing the young women in sooner than originally scheduled, uh-huh. but I don't want to say when right. because if I say when, they're going to it. They're gonna hold me to yeah. it. So all I'm going to say is I anticipate having the girls at the school within two to three years. Okay. So that's a, still in you. That's still, oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, we can't yeah, leave yeah. the girls out. Okay. We yes, can't leave yes, the I have yes, two daughters myself. Right, right, uh, right. We can't leave the girls out. But the reason I start with the boys because everywhere I go, and I know they're going to ask me tomorrow, right. why are you only talking about the boys? The way I see it, Taking care of black boys is also taking care of black girls because the number one challenge of the black woman is what? Finding a suitable mate who can protect and provide. So if we're building black men from the ground up who have the ability to protect and provide for their queen, are we not taking care of the women as we take care of the men?
8: Right, because you 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 you're you're putting a mate there. You're putting a mate solid. There. You're putting a mate yeah, there yeah, that's yeah, solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so when you when you started this uh school thing, and and like I said, the journey you went on, um, did you do you what 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 steps is it for you to get the school recognized in regards to like the state? Is yes. That,
7: It depends on the state. Okay. Good question. Remember, the United States Constitution does not afford anyone the opportunity to get an education. The word education is not even in your constitution. Mm. The United States Department of Education was founded in the 1980s. So it's only been around 40 years. So education, as much as the propaganda would suggest, is not a priority of the United States government. In fact, there's a movement to eliminate the United States Department of Education because there's a lot of white folk who say, why am I paying taxes for a service? My constitution does not obligate me to pay. Mm. And on top of that, more than half of all white folks either do not have children, do not have
8: school-aged children anymore,
7: or send their school-aged children to private school.
8: So they don't need the government. They don't need the exactly. structure. Right. So
7: their question again is, why do I have to pay taxes for not only something my Constitution does not require, but something that. that me, myself, do not need. Right, right. You see, right, right. so in your lifetime, you may see where there's no longer a United States Department of Education. Getting wow. back to the question, right. every state is different. Let me compare two for you. Delaware and Pennsylvania. Okay. I live in one. The school is in the other. Right. In right? Pennsylvania, because it is a commonwealth and one of the oldest education states in America, they have a very intense bureaucratic private school process. Okay, Pennsylvania needs to approve your private school.
1: it's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit.
0: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
8: school curriculum
10: before they approve the school
8: before they approve the school they
7: want to see what you're teaching right 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 Delaware you still have oversight you still have to be accountable you still have to register but it's not as intense which is a blessing for us why right because our curriculum isn't something that they're going to be looking to approve right So we need that freedom, which is why I would say I believe it was divine
8: intervention that the school ended up in Delaware and not Philadelphia. That's what I was going to ask, because did you think about that? Because it was a lot of schools you had in your scope. You was, hey, we got one. I just found one like we need to get down and get it. Let's get it. And it's like that school's gone.
7: That school's gone. Did you
8: think about. That when you were doing that, or did this just happen? I
7: did it did just happen. Mm -hmm. But I did think about that as well because there's a school in my neighborhood, North Philadelphia. Okay, I'm from the same neighborhood as uh Jill Scott, Bill Cosby, Meek Mill lived right across the street. Shout out uh friends with my younger brother. I don't know him personally, but I remember him. Right. Okay, same block, 18th and Burks. Right. Um I wanted to get a school in that neighborhood, Catholic school for sale. Right. But the realtor practiced real estate racism on me lied and told me that the school was not available to be sold yet i found out later that he lied right Mm. i didn't press the issue because in him lying that bought me time to come and learn that the school that i originally wanted the delaware school was now going to be offered to me with the monies that we had. In other words, if the if the realtor in Philly didn't play the race card right and try to keep me from getting that school I would have bought it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which means we would have it. That would have needed been restored as well. Right. But on top of restoring the school, you now got to play politics with the Pennsylvania Department of Education. Right. So when you look at the Divine intervention, right. the right. ancestors said, yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Because that state already got you Embroidered and and everything. Yes, they definitely ain't gonna try to give you the approval to do your school.
8: Right, because why? And now, not to cut you off. Nah. While you were doing that, I did see that they drug you in the court. Pennsylvania
7: State Board of Education. Right, charged me with presenting myself as a licensed psychologist without a license. Right. Yeah, I've never claimed to be a licensed psychologist because I never pursued the license. Right. In other words, I'm not somebody who took the test and failed it. Right, right. I never right. went for it. Exactly. Because I'm a certified school psychologist. Okay. Right. You have school psychology, which is the special ed umbrella. Okay. And then you got clinical psychology, which is everything else, your mental illness. Right. My doctorate is clinical. Okay. But I'm certified in school. And so because you're both I'm, I'm both sides. And with the amount of work that I have as a certified school psychologist, there's really no need for me to get a license. What am right. I gonna do with it? Right, 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 right. In Pennsylvania, a certified school psychologist can practice privately. Okay.
8: This is the law. Right.
7: So what am I in here for? And guess what they said? Because you went on The breakfast club. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. This was the evidence. See, I the seen breakfast that. club. <laughs> I, seen that. I see that. When Are it- you serious? <laughs> he played the breakfast club. We in a court of law. And you pulling United up Charlemagne States and Envy. Like you see, somebody. you said that you practice privately. I'm I'm legally allowed to. I'm 20 yeah. years in. Right. Read your own statute. It says right there, a yeah. certified school psychologist can practice privately. Right. What are you talking about?
8: Right. They had no case. Do you think some of that was to stop your momentum?
7: Oh, without question. Yeah. But I can exclusively credit white supremacy. But that. I got to credit the coons in the community, too. We got them. Because a lot of them were calling them. Yeah. Uh, making complaints against me right. People who disagree with my position On the LBGT movement yes, People who disagree with my position On multiculturalism right. People who disagree with my position On interracial dating right. It was that animosity right. That led to
8: a crusade To try to get the state to clamp down on me Right, And you know I was Because we, we've seen uh, With Facebook, Google, things like that How they instagram social media in itself how they kind of shadow ban people and do certain things right when that was happening there was a flip on 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 youtube in regards to you when you google umar johnson prior to there were uh videos of you just speaking like you do every day after that there was a like a surge of Dr. Umar Johnson exposed. Dr. Umar Johnson said this. Boyce Watkins was up there. He was saying stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you looked at what Boyce Watkins was saying, it, it was almost like a game. These guys yeah. are playing a weird oh, game. Yes. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. He says, Well, I didn't say anything. Right. Gr- this girl said <laughs> it. And yeah. I, you yeah. know, she's yeah. a black woman. They they it's yeah. a it's a crazy thing. Yeah. So With with that switch, I just thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder what's this to kind of stop the momentum because Oh, without
7: question. Yeah. Without question. Here three things to your point. Number one, my work suffers to a degree because, unlike the black power movement of the 60s, there's not a lot of other serious national and international organizers who can help distract the power structure from following my every move. Right. See King had Malcolm. Right. Malcolm had Megger. Right. Megger had Stokely. Stokely had Core. CORD had Snick. Right. Snick had the Southern Christian Leadership conference they had the freedom riders the freedom riders had the sit-ins. the yes. sit-ins had the HBCU protests right. in other words even though J. Edgar Hoover was all over each of their backs he had to worry about 10 other legitimate movements right we don't have that now unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it right. as a result of the police genocide campaign that was reignited under the uh, administration of Barack Hussein Obama That campaign exposed the traditional civil rights leadership cartel, Jackson, uh, Sharpton, NAACP, congressional black it exposed them as being ineffective because they couldn't give our youth an answer to police genocide so when Sharpton went down to uh, Charleston South Carolina and tried to organize the community there to be quiet and let the police do their investigation he was disinvited he was also disinvited I believe from Baltimore Jackson disinvited so for the first time in our life we saw major civil rights leaders leaders be disinvited by here. the community right that opened up a vacuum where now for the first time in our history in america this may be the first time in 400 years you do not have an identified black leader that the here. youth yes. can respect right and i believe that was part of the assault on my political character because they said you were coming i was coming yeah kill it Yes. Because so one thing we know about military science, yes. before you exterminate the body, you exterminate the reputation. Yes. If you can kill the reputation of the black man, you may not even have to kill the black man yeah. because his people will do it for you. Exactly. So what you see happening to Dr. Umar right now is the assassination yeah. of my political reputation yeah. as a means of doing what? Destabilizing and killing the momentum and the message. And the right? message. Right,
8: because the message whether or not people agree with it in its entirety, there's there's some meat in this message. Oh, for man. sure. Like, for if sure. you don't understand it, that's that's cool. But the logic in it, in a lot of places, is there. You can look at it; it yes. makes total sense. Yes. And some people, like I said, when I seen, I said, "Dude!" And to see the Tariq Nasheeds, and especially with you, I watch Colors because of you. Mm-hmm.
7: As the I'm people. not
8: nobody that like. I'm not saying it because you here. I'm right. saying that because that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And so even when that happened, I'm like, this infighting. Like, we're going right back to infighting in a time where we don't have that recognizable face. Mm-hmm. Like, who is it? Mm-hmm. Who is it? And mm-hmm. when you, like I said, you were coming. And, man, when you were coming, you were coming with force. Yes. When, you, when you, like your conversations now, they were just filled with shit and it was boom bam yeah. bam bam yeah. bam they cannot it was nothing they can do with exactly it. and so when i see that and i say okay boys walkers he did the same thing to farrakhan too he said yes. hey this person said something i didn't say it it's yeah. all good i don't really understand it the youtube don't pay that well yeah you know for guys to do all of yeah. that low-key
7: hating yeah low-key soft that. You know, very sophisticated, yes. careful yes. with it. Yes. But what you're doing is introducing a whole bunch of negative yes. doubts into people's yes. minds yes. when they who previously didn't have those and, doubts. And,
8: and then what and like you said, and what happens is when you start to do that, somebody goes, hmm. And they don't ever hear you respond to it. And yeah. that's why it's important for this kind of oh, thing for to sure. happen. Because for sure. what'll happen is when they do that and then you do this. It's a response to that, yes. but with you doing the real work, you don't have the same time they exactly. do. Exactly, and that's the thing because for a lot
7: of them, they do nothing but sit on YouTube. Right. And not to blow my horn because there's other activists out there on the community level, yourself and right. others, but on that national, international, yeah. black conscious level, yeah. there's few who do the work the way that I do it. Right. So even with the criticism that came from us taking so long to get a school, right. which you're in real estate, you know yes. it takes a while yes. to get property, yes. especially when it's expensive, especially yes. when you're dealing with commercial. Yes. You see, so I'm out there grinding to try to get this school right they living off of youtube money y- you follow right and people not putting two two together and say well wait a minute if they got time to make a video a day what are they actually doing for the people i don't have a youtube channel most people don't know this because there's a lot of channels that are misrepresenting themselves right. as mine because money because the money there's yeah. a king Kong consciousness channel yeah. I don't know who owned that. Right. There's a Prince of Pan-Africanism channel. Yeah. I don't know who owned that. Yeah. So people think, I thought that's your channel because it's all your videos. Yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. And I wouldn't even have a problem with them having it right. if they made a donation to the school. Sometimes.
8: Sometimes. Yeah, please. You
7: got people who've been plugging my info Never made a donation yes. to the school yes. That's what bothers me right. But see with a lot of, See here's the other issue And this has been a historic problem With black leadership You can go back to the days Of Frederick Douglass Martin Delaney You go back to the days Of Malcolm and Martin You can go back to the days Of uh, almost anyone you want to bring up That ego of the Negro has always divided our people. Mm. The ego Mm. of the Negro Mm. has always divided our people. However, with Douglas and Delaney, they were still able to coexist. With Malcolm and Martin on the eve of Malcolm's assassination, through Coretta Scott, rest in peace, Malcolm had agreed to unite forces with King. Uh, Delaney united forces With Douglas at times You uh, see uh So uh even though They differed politically They were able to come together You know why that is Yeah Because the intentions Were sincere Right See I always tell people I'm a Pan-Africanist. I'll never be a Hebrew. I'm not interested. I'll never be in a nation of Islam. I'm not interested. I'll never be a Nawapian. I'm not interested. I'll never be a God on earth. I'm not interested. But I respect all of those movements because they have all contributed to our people and where we are today. I have friends and supporters in those movements and I support those movements. Mm. But guess what? I could work with any of them if the entire... intentions are sincere right so although i am a pan africanist if i think you are insincere even if we are ideologically homogenous i won't work with you right because you're a hustler right. on the flip side yeah. you could be a bible toting white jesus worshiping yeah. christian but if i believe you really trying to make a difference for black folks i will unite with you at the end of the day it's not the ideology that matters the most It's the purity of your heart and your intentions. And a lot of people in today's conscious movement, the YouTube voices, Mm -hmm. not to throw nobody under the bus, brother, I couldn't give you three.
8: Yeah, me neither.
7: I couldn't give you three who I would say he sincerely cares about his people, and even if he didn't make a dollar, he would still do this work. I can't give you three.
8: And for me, me being on the rap side,
6: You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
11: Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.
8: Because I know the youth is is what the most important thing is. And, And as an artist myself... I can't give you three that I would want to sit down with mm-hmm. because, again, at the end of the day, I understand it's a lot of clickbait. It's just a lot of bullshit. You know, it's yes. just a lot of you You dudes are doing things that I can't understand yes. I'm from a place where you don't do that. Yes. Like if you have a sincere problem, you address the problem. Now, if you want to have a dialogue, put your video out ask for a response and even if you don't ask for a response make valid points that i yes. can respond to yes but to assassinate the character of another yes. guy I just yes you know a lot of times i don't understand it but with, with going back to the school when when you went to get is the school recognized in delaware right now or well remember on it?
7: yes it is you don't get officially recognized as a school till you are operating Okay. So I have to be at the point where I'm ready to accept the students in. Okay. That's when I let Delaware know we are now officially right okay, applying for our certificate or license to operate an independent school in the state of Delaware. Okay. So we gotta rehab that building first. But in other words, in order to get approved by the state. You gotta first be approved by license and inspections to even have kids inside of there. You follow right, me. Right, So we right, gotta right, go right, through right, that. Right, right, we dealing right, with right. the building yeah, now yeah, 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 before yeah. we even hit the barocus. Yeah yeah, yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Cause again, gotta be up to stone. Yeah, gotta be up what, to stuff. What about um with the building, with the school? What what have you done to uh ensure that when it's time, do you have a date? Do you have a no not a hard because date because you need the money? Because you need to the money, get it, right. Can't
7: have a hard date. Yeah. But the beauty, the beauty is the building, as opposed to it being one castle, it's four smaller castles. That helps us. Because as you know, being in real estate, you can operate this and have everything off exactly, over here. You follow? Exactly. That's been a beauty. So yeah. I can focus in on the Marcus Garvey building, right. which is a, which is about 12 buildings. Right. Uh, excuse me, 12 classrooms, um, two bathrooms, computer lab.
8: Kicking how over
7: there? Yeah, we it got what we need. Right. Right. So I'm looking at that and I'm like, if we started with this, we can handle this. Right. You know, so that's why we focusing on that because that'll give us two or three years the show improve. What
8: well, we can do Raise
7: that. that money for the big one, because once yeah. we get in the Frederick Douglass building, it's a wrap, brother. Yeah, that's a modern gym, modern gigantic gym. Yeah, separate lunch room. Yeah. sixteen clap big hallways. Yeah. I'm talking about the Frederick Douglass building, my brother. Would be the central black organizing headquarters in America. Every conference you're trying to do a hip hop com- conference, yeah. we got all the space you need. Right. Vendors, entertainment. Right. Right. grass outside you yeah, you follow what yeah, i'm saying like
8: yeah sir yes sir i see where you and the reason i'm so excited
7: when i talk about the campus as someone who speaks as much as i do right i can probably only name for you five places one hand of places i've spoken in and this is global not just in america right that's owned by us 99 percent of the time when i'm speaking i'm speaking in property that we had to rent from another person you Ain't see you speaking to us and you're speaking to us, which means I have to watch my message to a degree. Right. Right. For they say next
8: time, no more.
7: Next time, no more. Yeah. Or bring the police in on you right. right then and there.
8: Get him out of here.
7: Exactly. Yeah. Um. So we will have a facility where we can fit all the people we need. Yeah. Do all the music. We need all the food. We need right. all the vendors. We need one stop shop. And I'm going to market that as a conference center. So guess what delta, sigma, theta? Guess what <laughs> kappa, alpha, psi? Yeah. Guess what omega, psi, phi, phi, beta, sigma, sigma, gamma, rho, right. zeta, phi, beta, right. right? When y'all need to, uh, a space to do a conference, why are you giving a quarter of a million to Hyatt? Why are you giving a quarter of a million to Hilton? Right. Why are you giving a quarter of a million to Best Western? Right. Well, you can come here. And give that quarter of a million to us. You can operate our school for the whole year if you do your count. We got it's a nice school, it's modern. Yeah. Modern, not old modern. Right. We got all the class space y'all need. We got all the luncheon space y'all need. Right. Let us do it and let my students cater it with our hotel, restaurant, and tourism school. You follow what I'm saying? So I'm putting organizations on the spot. When we up and running, I better not catch you. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Giving your money to a white hotel. Yeah. Well, you got an independent school with the facilities you need that you can go to. Yeah. It is Wilmington. Yeah, thirty minutes from the Philadelphia airport, two hours from DC.
8: Yeah,
7: on the river. Yeah, historic city. Yeah, how can you say no? Right,
8: right, right. Do you meet any resistance? Are you still meeting resistance, or it was the building was that like a turning point for for the goal? Was that when you for got for me? It was a
7: turning point spiritually and psychologically because through those five years brothers because of the real estate racism Mm -hmm. i kept coming into buildings that we could afford like the philly building right getting redlined through racism Mm -hmm. there was a school in trenton new jersey redlined through racism Mm. there was a school in detroit michigan that i really wanted owned by brothers i didn't get that building because they didn't want to work with me on a price we couldn't afford the whole thing okay but we could put down more than half Right. Right. And right. pay the rest off. They didn't work with us because we would have been in Detroit. That's right. A good place, too. Yeah. Very good place. Yeah, for us. Yes. Yeah. I was about to go to Atlanta. There was a black owned church school in Atlanta. It wasn't quite what I wanted, but Atlanta is a big Dr. Umar city. Yes, yes. So I was going to work with it. But then my mother fell ill, so I couldn't make that relocation. Otherwise, I would be in Atlanta now. Makes sense. But I think it was all by divine design. Yeah. Because the Delaware building, significantly better. In terms of amenities, yeah. than any of the other ones.
8: Now, when you when you when you meet that racism, uh, real estate racism, are there laws to govern that? Is there any? Yes, you're supposed to be? report it.
7: You're okay. supposed to report it to the feds. The feds do the investigation. If the feds find that there was wrongdoing on on the part of the realtor, they will give you a certificate that allows you to now go to a regular attorney and sue them for that discrimination okay but because i've been so busy between mom and school and everything else i hadn't had time to follow up on that right but i should have i just been so busy but that's the way that that goes okay Okay. yeah you have to report it to the feds they will look at it to see if it meets the definition okay and if it does they now give you the authority to go get a lawyer and pursue them
8: okay okay let me ask you um have you When you first started, I heard you mention some curriculum. I'm gonna get you to yes, the the six core curriculums
7: of FDMG. I don't mention math required. I don't mention language required. Right. I don't mention science required. Right. And I don't mention social studies and civics required. Right. Right. So on top of the required. Right. There is agricultural and agronomical science where we want to teach them the science of how to live off the soil. Grow your own
5: food. Right.
7: So right now we're actually scouting property to buy about one or two acres of land that will be used for the FDMG farm right so we got the agricultural agronomical then we also got the diet and nutritional so we want to teach them how to eat to live so we will have home economics they will be taught how to make food understanding the mineral and nutritional properties of what you eat Mm -hmm. and how it impacts the body so we basically want to take the Dr. Sebi science and put it into the minds of our children so that every boy that graduates from the school will be a walking talking nutritional doctor in his own right Right, right. then we got the political and military science Mm. which I'm going to teach the bulk of that because okay. that is making sure they understand the way the world operates why was barack obama made president they need to know that right why is africa the most minerally rich continent in the world but the people are in the worst condition they need to know that yeah i wanted to ask you that <laughs> myself but i don't even know that well okay when the white man colonized africa first there was slavery when slavery ended, colonization basically took off, right? right. So first we're going to steal your people. Right. Once we done making them work for free, we're going to come into Africa and make y'all work for free okay. and rob you. <laughs> now, there was a revolution to push the white man out. Okay. Kwame Nkrumah of Ghana led the way, okay. with Ghana in 1957 becoming the first African country to gain independence post-colonialism. Okay. And post-colonialism is basically a... a, a, a uh, non-emotional word
8: okay okay to describe
7: (laughs) a very inhumane thing such as the rape exploitation and dehumanization of people in their indigenous habitat Mm. see the white man puts words on things to kill the emotion behind it somebody say slavery well slavery that don't sound too bad colonialism no but when you see what they did
8: then that's what makes the difference that's
7: what makes the difference
8: so they push the
7: white man out but on the way out the door the white man started sabotaging all the infrastructure that he built in Africa. So guess what he was doing? Blowing up his own buildings. Poisoning the y'all water. I'ma leave nothing. I'm going to leave nothing. Since y'all kicking me out, yeah. I'm going to leave everything that I built because I didn't build it for y'all. I built it for me to right. exploit y'all. Exactly. So then the Africans said, wait. We need these buildings. We need the railroad. We yeah. need that. Yeah. We need the shit. What you doing? Yeah. The white man said, well, if you need it, you got to pay me. Whoa. Y'all been robbing us for a century, right? You didn't stole diamonds, gold, coat tan, oil, animals, plants. What I got to pay. If you don't want me to destroy this any further, sign the contract that you're going to pay me for all this infrastructure. That's how Africa got put into debt. When people say, mm. if the white man robbed us blind, why do we owe him? All African nations are in debt to European nations right now. This very moment. Everyone, everyone. You say, how can that be when they robbed us of people yeah. and they robbed us of resources? How can we owe y'all? Because on the way out the door, they were destroyed. Pay me or kill. Pay me I'm going to destroy, you, destroy your whole infrastructure. Reluctantly, we had no option, so yeah. we signed. Golly. And then the white right man said, on top of paying me for this infrastructure, if you need any money to build up your new independent country, you need schools, you need hospitals, you need jobs, you need factory, you need medicine, paper, pens, pencils, whatever you need. I'm going to loan you the money. But here's three things you're going to do. Number one, I'm going to charge you a 1,000% interest. If you ever want to know why the more money Africa get, the worse off Africa is, it's because the interest on the loan, you can't pay it back in a million years. It's too deep. It's too deep to pay back. So basically, you're not purchasing a loan. You're purchasing slavery. Every time an African nation accepts a loan from abroad, they are, in essence, giving up a part of their freedom.
8: What are they getting loans for?
7: For infrastructure.
8: Oh, to just. Exactly. Because
7: remember now, when you took over the country,
8: you 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 had no
7: bank, you had no reserve, you had no credit line. You feel me? Mm -hmm. It's like I just came into this office right now and kicked you out because you stole it from me. Right
0: His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're gonna love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The
1: closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get
6: You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
10: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
7: You start blowing up all the speakers and right.
6: I'm like, whoa, whoa,
8: whoa, whoa. Yeah.
7: You say, all right, you want me to leave it? You gonna pay me for it. Right. Then you leave. I still got what you left, yeah. but you did some damage to it. Right. I gotta repair that and I got uh, the build I on top of that. to pay, yeah. Because
8: yeah, yeah.
7: remember, when you was running my country, you only did what you needed to do to exploit the resources. Right. You didn't give us no schools. You right. ain't giving us no houses. You can, can give, give nothing about that. Hell, you would kill us if we yeah, didn't you yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I need money. Who going to I ain't got no line of credit because right. this is the first day of the new country.
8: Got to go to the same individuals.
7: That destroyed you, robbed you, raped you, enslaved you, colonized you, and take out a loan. Mm. So you know what they going to do. Mm. They going to set the terms and set your way that every time you come back for more money, all you're doing is giving me more control over your decision-making power. So the first thing they do is they're going to charge you a 1,000% interest. Mm. This is why with every loan, Africa gets in worse condition. Mm. With every loan, Africa gets in worse condition. Second thing they're going to do, they got something called structural adjustment programs. You know what that means? Mm -mm. That means we're going to dictate how you're going to run your economy. And the first thing we're going to dictate is you must not... Prohibit any European businesses from coming into your country to operate their businesses and sell to your people. Why is that a problem? Because it means I cannot protect any homegrown national industries. Let me give you an example. You in Ghana, right? In Ghana, let's say you got palm oil. Uh Senegal, you got salt. Right. Uh, Uh uh Zambia, you got tea. Nigeria, you got coffee. Right. Right? So you might say, I got my own coffee. I don't need Maxwell House. I got my own tea, I don't need Lipton. Right. I got my own salt, I don't need Morton's. Right. I got my own chicken, I don't need Purdue. Right. White men said, uh-uh. The terms of this loan mean you must have a free market economy. When you hear the word free market economy, you See, know what that mean?
8: mean whoever had the most money wins. Exactly, yeah. so
7: guess what? I can't compete with Morton's salt. Yeah, they, they can grow it quicker, yeah. they can refine it, they can sell it right. cheap, you follow? Right. So now you got a national company owned by the government Competing in their own country With a foreign company Selling the same thing With government backing With government backing So when you go to Africa You say Why are Africans in Senegal Buying Morton salt from America When Senegal is known for its salt Because when Morton comes to Senegal They can sell The native salt industry Lower price Right Quicker Right More Right And they put you out of business Yeah That's why you got African country That grow tea importing tea from Europe you got your own chicken. You importing chicken from America with right. all these chickens you got. Why? Right. Because you can't compete with them. They sabotage your economy. Now you dependent on them.
8: Yeah. yeah you see that? Yeah, yeah,
7: now you dependent. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the third thing they do, so you got your structural adjustment, which basically sabotage your economy. Right. Thousand percent interest, sabotage your freedom. Right. And then they got this new thing that came in under Obama. It was already there, but Obama made it stronger. And that is population control planning. Oh, yes, brother. Oh, yes. You know what this
5: means?
7: (laughs) You want this money? You're going to do three things. Number one, birth control, abortion, and hysterectomy must be made freely available to the women. Oh, yes. You're going to push birth control. Yes. Yes. You're going to push contraceptives. Yes. Yes. You're going to push hysterectomy. In fact, you're going to pay black women to get their insides taken. Oh, yes. When I was in South Africa, i never forget it, 2005, my first time there, have been there many times since, on the way to the airport, there was a big billboard. It said, hysterectomies, 500 US dollars, we will pay you. Did you hear that? You don't have to pay us. We're gonna give you 500 US dollars to get your reproductive system taken out. And guess what? Because of the economy, that has been created in Africa by the white man. A lot of our sisters go for it because economically it's so stressful to yeah, live. African yeah. poverty is nothing like black American poverty. Right. Go to the worst hood in America. The man. worst hood. It it's can't paradise. compete
8: yeah.
7: with a ghetto in Johannesburg. Right. A ghetto in Ghana A right. ghetto in Sierra Leone Brother It don't even begin to compete right, with it Right You see right, you are talking right. about poverty On a whole new level right. So you got a young black girl Struggling Already got two kids Yeah White man saying I give you $500 If you let me take out your reproductives I'm But what coming. he ain't gonna tell you Is when he take out your reproductives He probably gonna put some cancer Or, or some AIDS in that you shit, yeah You see Yeah, yeah. So, so and then the LBGT That's why that's being pushed in Africa too Under Obama Remember it was Barack Obama Who went to the president of uh uganda and liberia and i think tanzania and i was in liberia around that time that that crisis kicked and obama threatened many african nations those are just three that come to mind because those presidents stood up right and said you don't come here and tell us how to run our culture we've been around two this is the president of they uganda i'm paraphrasing yeah. he said we've been around two million years yeah who are you to come to my country And tell me that I have to make it legal for a man to marry a man. We are African. That is not how we build families. If y'all want to do that in Europe or America, you do that in Europe and America. And Obama said, if you don't make gay marriage legal, we will cut off your aid. Here's the question. Why does an American president give a damn? As to whether or not an African country legalizes homosexuality. Because through the legalization of homosexuality, you control the black population growth rate. Homosexuality is birth control. Lesbianism is birth control. And it is a more powerful form of birth control than any pill or any contraceptive. Mm. This is an extermination. See, we've had four periods in our sojourn in America. Right. Four centuries, four periods. 1619 1719 that was a period of shock we was trying to understand what What the hell is going on we never saw white folks before a lot of us we just took a 90 day boat ride through hell 90 days sleeping in feces and menstrual blood and shackled the dead bodies Mm. and then you come out from that a land you don't know white folks you never seen Giving you names you don't relate to and forcing you to do work without pay. Mm, mm, mm. We were in trauma, brother. That first century was trauma. Mm -hmm. Second century, 1719 to 1819, that's when we begin to try to fight for our humanity. Mm. Because remember, the European enslavement of the African is the first slavery where the victim was stripped of their humanity. See, people always say, why y'all keep talking about slavery? Everybody been slaves. Y'all ain't the first slaves. Mm -hmm. In fact, the word slave comes from Slav, which describes one of the first European groups to be enslaved in Europe. Right? Okay. That's true. We're not the first, but we're the only ones ever, including biblical slavery, to be stripped of your humanity to be told that you are not a human being Mm. so our second century had to fight to prove we were people and we forget that Mm -hmm. a lot of black people forget before you could fight to be free you had to fight to prove that you are a person worthy of the freedom yes yes third century
8: 1819
7: to 1919 that was a fight for freedom that's from the that's from the birth of frederick Douglass. To the rise of Marcus Garvey That's your Nat Turner That's your Harriet Tubman That's your Shaka Zulu That's your Haitian Revolution In fact that century there The third one Mm. 1819 to 1919 I would argue Was our greatest century Since the fall of the great kingdoms of Africa Because in that century You got your Pan-Africanism most of your major slave revolts, mm. your greatest African and African American yeah, leaders yeah. from Shaka Zou to Frederick Douglass. Yes, du- you follow so. what I'm saying? Yes so. You see, that was our century right there. That was it. We ain't done nothing before or since yeah. in this country that we've done 1819 yeah. and 1919. Right. From Douglas to Garvey. Right. Can't touch it. Right. Then you got 1919 to 2019. I want to split this in two. Okay. I want to go nineteen nineteen to nineteen sixty-eight. Okay. Assassination of King. Okay. And I want to go the assassination of King to today. Okay. Right? Okay. Nineteen nineteen to nineteen sixty-eight. Okay. We started off with the same organized power we had coming out of the third century. Right. The movements was there. Garvey was there. Yes. You know, NAACP wasn't doing much for us, but it got formed. The black right. labor unions was coming. We was right. coming. Right. Dr. Right. King. Right. Malcolm, we coming. yeah. yeah and then yeah. the white man said. In 1968, we got to stop this because it is threatening the status quo in this country of white over black. Mm. Oh, yeah. In what way? In several ways. Let's go back 20 years. 1954, right? Mm. Civil rights bill is 64. But they desegregated the schools 10 years earlier. 54. Okay, okay, okay. Why did they desegregate the schools? This was the beginning. The 54 was the beginning. The reason they desegregated the schools wasn't for us to sit with the white kids. It wasn't to give us a better education. They were afraid that if they did not kill independent black education, it would surpass white education. Mm. Remember that we were inventing things in that one room black schoolhouse. White kids were not oh, thinking about. Remember the gas mask. Oh, you wasn't sitting next to white folks when you invented that. The refrigerated truck. You wasn't sitting next to white folks when you invented that. The stoplight. You wasn't sitting next to white folks when you invented that. When when, when Charles Drew separated blood plasma. He wasn't sitting next to white folks when he was a child in school thinking about doing that. Facts. Walkie talkies and baby carriages and ironing boards and golf tees. Yes, sir. White men said, look at what these Negro kids are creating. If we don't kill this, they will intellectually dominate this country. Period. That's why they desegregated okay. the schools, to crush the intellectual potential of black Or at children. least
8: be able to steal from us Oh yes, right? and steal well, if, I could, if I could sit next to you, you know I could do a little
7: Exactly yeah. 54, 64, 74 Okay 54, they integrated the schools to kill black intelligence 64, they gave you the civil rights bill Once again, why did they do the Civil Rights Bill? The Civil Rights Bill was not passed so you can live with white folks and date white folks and go to their hotels. You know why it was passed? So that they could benefit from the black dollar. Remember, until desegregation Uh you had Black Wall Street, Mm. you had Tulsa, you had Rosewood, you had Charleston, you had Wilmington, North Carolina, you had all these Hey
9: everybody, welcome to Across Generations where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host
6: You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
9: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. And why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to manica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's of
7: black economic power. White men said that is a threat. That is a threat. That is a threat. So we're going to desegregate and make it look like this is for social justice. We want to keep a close eye on We're going to make it look like it's for social justice, right. but we are really integrating for economic domination of black capital. Mm. Look where we've been since desegregation. Mm. You can't show me a black community in America. Mind you, we are two trillion dollar people with the richest group of Africans in the world We're the 10th richest economic nation on the planet. And you can't show me a community in America where black people own a school. To educate life A hospital To protect life A supermarket To feed life Or a bank To invest
8: in life That's dangerous This
7: is why They desegregated And then 68 They assassinated Dr. King The last Visionary Sincere leader Of a mass Comprehensive movement For black folks For change When they killed King They said we gotta make sure We never get another one Ever again Right Now At the time That King was murdered He was considered the most dangerous black man in America. Now, after they murdered King, J. Edgar Hoover declared the Panthers a few years later as the number one threat to American national security. But King was considered, and I agree he was, at 68, after the death of Malcolm. After he visited the grave of Marcus Garvey in Jamaica, he came back preaching just like Garvey. If you listen to any of Dr. King's speeches after he went to visit the grave of the Honorable Marcus Garvey, those Garveyites, those Jamaicans got into him and he came back preaching Garvey. And that's what he said. He got to go because the man that we killed Malcolm for became Malcolm. Ooh. And you know, Malcolm was a son of Garveyites. His mother and father, Earl and Louise Little, used to run the UNIA chapter, I believe, in Lansing, Michigan, for the Honorable Marcus Garvey. His mother used to write for the Negro World Garvey paper. So, the, I didn't yes, that yes, yes.
8: know that. Malcolm
7: was a didn't. Garveyite.
8: Didn't. Elijah
7: Poole was a Garveyite. They all come from Garvey. Mm. So, they said, we got to make sure we don't get another Dr. King. Right. They said, how... Did Dr. King manage to pull this off without us financing it? Right. They said independent black businesses financed the civil rights movement. White man said, yeah, they said, yes. Yeah. So, so guess what we're going to do? We're going to go into the ghetto and we're going to crush the independent black businesses. How are you going to do that? Two things. Number one, we're going to go into their high schools. We're going to go into Chattanooga. We're going to go to Memphis. We're going to go to Nashville. We're going to go to Knoxville. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to go to every black high school and take out all the building trades. We're going to make sure they cannot be taught how to use their hands to feed their family ever again. Mm. They took out auto shop. They took out the electric program. They took out plumbing. They took out welding. They took out HVAC. This is what they did. This is what they did. This is the beginning of the war between the black woman and the black man. They made the black man economically irrelevant to the Mm. black woman's life. Mm. They said, this is how we're going to kill black power. We're going to set the family against each other. Mm. If we can set the black woman against the black man, he won't have time to fight us because he got to fight his own woman. So they went into the high schools and took out all the building traits. Think about it. Before 1980, the black community was never about going to college Mm -mm. to take care of our family because we wasn't allowed in the colleges.
8: Right, 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 right. So
7: they would change this. So why are they taking away our economics by making sure our boys ain't learning the skills that pay the bills? Making sure our boys no longer learn the skills that pay the bills mm. they started this college education propaganda
5: mm-hmm. go to
7: college mm-hmm. america is integrated now yeah. you can go to harvard and stanford and yale yeah. and we sent our kids hundred thousand dollar loans yeah. go go failing to realize that even though they got that degree who gonna give them a job right it was a trap right it was a trap right so then 1970 they economically decimated us and then they took all the factories out the black community You go to most northern and midwestern cities Detroit, Chicago, Philadelphia, Baltimore You see old factories That's where we used to work Good jobs Made more then than we make now with college degrees They got rid of all of them That was the 1970s But they wasn't done 1980s CIA dropped off the crack cocaine Boom! So now the black man can no longer earn with his hands He got to make a decision with this crack This is a booming business You You can smoke it To deal with the pain of not being able to provide for your family Or you can try to sell it And provide for your family Either way And you're going to jail Which takes us to 1990 Bill Clinton crime bill 1994 Boom Look at this Every decade since they killed King They didn't hit us So the 70s Economic castration 80s The crack 1990 Bill Clinton crime bill Under a democratic president That black people consider to be one of their best Yeah Our boy you got Bill Clinton locked up more black men than any Republican president since Reconstruction. Right. Mandatory three strikes in you out. Mandatory federal minimum wages for nonviolent drug-related offenses. Kick millions of black women off welfare in the welfare to work program. And then he did something else under the table. We weren't even watching. He criminalized child support. That was Clinton who. Oh. Clinton did that that happened under bill clinton before bill clinton you didn't go to jail if you didn't have a job to pay your child support right he snuck that in Mm. and the reason he was able to snuck it in is because i don't think they put the language directly in the crime bill so the black community didn't fight it because they didn't know that that was part of the whole mix
8: right he
7: criminalized child support so any black man with a child technically technically is on parole any damn way Now
8: that's deep
7: 10 more years We come to the year 2000 Election of George W. Bush For president He comes in with the FBI Faith based initiative Where he finds a loophole in federal law That allows him to fund black church If you want to know why you ain't seen the black church Involved in any major struggle affecting black folks Have you noticed that you don't see the black church Dealing with police genocide You don't see the black church dealing with miseducation You don't see the black church dealing with unemployment You don't see the black church dealing with mass incarceration Can you name one thing that the black church Is at the forefront of changing For black folks You can't, why? Because in Y2K the new millennium came With a new takeover of the black church The federal government government now owns the black church Mm. fbi faith-based initiative your pastor is the new snitch
8: Mm. Mm. now that's deep now that's two what year was this
7: 2000 okay which is also the same year that the federal government decided that they were going to take back all major cities from blacks and gentrify them back in the hands of whites yep that was y2k yep you're seeing it now but it was decided 20 years right right that was y2k they unemployed us they drug addicted us. They mass incarcerated us. They neutralized the black church. And they took back the ghettos.
5: Mm.
8: Now what the what the college propaganda. Oh man. When
7: two million unemployed African Americans with masters and doctorate degrees. That's what you got in America. I didn't say bachelors. I didn't say associate. I said masters top. and these the top of the top. Brother, I occasionally get resumes from lawyers, brother. Lawyer, law degree, licensed attorney. I can't find a you
8: to put them to work. Trying to act to put them to work. Man, this is crazy. We got to go
7: back to the skills.
8: So tell me, with, with the school, uh, are you, for your school, are you teaching the kids to leave school without needing college? There's no college for FDMG.
7: No, no, no. Because you still have to have your black professional class. Okay. In other words, there's certain professions you cannot practice. Without college degrees right? Because right? so of the
8: structure, because of the structure, place.
7: because they require licenses and right. certifications right. that you can only get if you have the credential, right? right. Medical doctor, you gotta go to college.
8: Right. Lawyer,
7: you gotta go to college. Right. Right. Educator, right. engineer, psychologist, pharmacist, right. you gotta go to college. Right. 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 So for those children who want to be something that requires college, right. we sending them. Okay. But for the ones who ain't interested in that, why do they have to do that? Right. The issue is options. Know that you can build your economic empire and legacy for your children's children's children.
8: Right, right, right. You
7: can do it without a college degree. Right. Don't let nobody intimidate you and make you fearful of not going to college in order to be successful because the top 1% richest people in the world never set foot in the university. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. And a lot of people I know this rich never never set foot in the university. yeah, yeah. So now that that's that dude that's loaded like that's a lot of shit that's a lot of information that's great information let me ask you this now with that being said because because a lot of stuff like i said this stuff has to get out to the masses we need this information back in i think 2014 2015 2016 there was a uh almost like a push uh, for our youth, in my opinion, again, from the outside, from being boots on the ground and not wrapped up in that industry stuff, I see Dr. Uman on Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. I see Farrakhan on Breakfast Club, I see Brother mm-hmm. Polite on Breakfast Club, I see, uh, you know, Uman Vlad, I see mm-hmm. Uman on 106. This and that, and then I don't know if it was the LGBT stuff or something happened. And then it was poof. Yeah. Umar's no longer on Breakfast Club. He's not, I, I, I don't know. The gift say. was
7: the curse. On the one hand, the hip hop community knew that the youth were beginning to become woke. So they said, if we want to stay relevant, we're going to have to somehow cater to this new woke movement right. because it might overtake hip hop. Right. So if hip hop does not get on top of the wokeness, the wokeness might topple hip hop. Right. Right. That's what brought us into that because for the first time you had the people listen to the gangster rap, right. but then they'll turn on some Dr. Umar, some John Henry Clark, right? right? So then the shock callers said, look at this. Right. We did, okay, we got to get out in front of this because we don't need this backfiring right. on us. Right. So that's when they rolled out the red carpet to the conscious movement. Right. First, they let everybody else come. Of course, I'm going to be one of the last ones because my message is too strong for right. mainstream. Right. So I was at a columbia south carolina only been there once okay brother walked up to me, young brother he said you need to be on the breakfast club i said brother <laughs> i'm never getting on, <laughs> on the platform <laughs> he said listen take this car this is charlemagne's it was either charlemagne's car or charlemagne's agent right he said call him i said i give it a shot i said bro trust me i'm too strong for these platforms yeah but sure enough i hit him and the brother said We've been wanting to do this, yeah, yeah. So we did the first Breakfast Club, right? I didn't think nothing of it. Good interview. Charlamagne was cool. Envy was cool. It went well. Good brothers. Angie left that thing, brother. That thing went viral. Yeah. That was 2014. Yeah, Woof. yeah. I said, oh, sh-. you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's was like, yeah, we got to do it again. Yeah, I said, let's do it. Came back 15. Yeah.
8: Vinyl. Viral again. I yeah. said, two. Cause it's the hip hop mix. Yes. That's what this is. The last one.
7: The crazy thing about the last one was I almost canceled. That's when I got on a bright orange Dashiki. Mm-hmm. I was running late. I called the queen who set up. I said, cancel this. I'm on some strip in New York. The traffic backed up. Mm-hmm, Envy and Charlemagne said, tell them to come on. We wait. We gotta do it. Whatever we can get in, we're gonna get. Right. That was the shortest of the three because right. I was late. Right, right. Might have been 38 minutes. Right. That one went more viral than the previous two. And if, I don't got the stats on this, but I believe it is the most watched political interview in Breakfast Club history. Okay. And it's one of the most watched interviews, period, in Breakfast Club history. Right. I I would argue that that interview may have been watched more than any rapper interview they did that year. Right. You can't go off the Breakfast Cup totals because people snatching it and yeah, repost yeah, it. Yeah, 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 so yeah. you got to add yeah, it. From, yeah, you yeah, follow? Yeah, 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 yeah. They ranked it number nine. Yeah. They ranked it as the ninth most powerful interview of that year. Right. But in terms of pure views, I think it got more than Jay yeah. and everybody yeah, of that yeah, year. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 I'll yeah, never forget yeah. it. After the second interview, not even the third, after the second one, I went to T-Mobile because it was time to go to Africa. Yeah. And I went to T-Mobile phone because they got a better international. Okay. Program. The brother, you know, you got to give me your name, get a new phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. got my hat. Yeah. He said, oh, Umar Johnson. He said, yo, was you the dude? I said, yeah, <laughs> he said, you the one on the breakfast. He said, bruh, that interview is everywhere you look. Yeah. I, I laughed. Yeah. He said, bruh, I'm not playing with you. You ain't understand. Go on anybody's Facebook, anybody's Instagram right now, and your interview is the thing right now. Yeah. Right. And then that's when I had to step back and say, okay. They were gonna start watching me now, yeah. Because they're gonna say, "Who is this psychologist?" He's P- going. Boom, P- boom, bam, They watching him now, more than the people we yeah. put out front. Yeah. I was supposed to be back on Breakfast Club November. Shout out to Charlemagne. He looked out for me, but I hit the high road, the highway late, and then he had to make a change and asked me if I could come in a little early. It didn't work. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for that for that next invite. But here's what I want to say.
1: To getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get.
0: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robey And me, Simone Boyce.
4: Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more.
3: I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side side, You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
5: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
6: Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. So my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett.